It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey and Washington, D.C., and this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Thursday, December 14th, with your host, me, Ray, and, well, the guy with the uh, funky hair today, uh, Mr. Zach. How are you today, handsome, and good to have you back. I'm doing great, Pops. Happy Thursday to you. Let's jump right into it, Dad. Shady car dealers, they are not excited. Today, man. And the reason they are not excited because the FTC announced their cars. Nifty what they did. Their cars rule to fight scams and vehicle shopping, Dad. The combating auto retail scams rule, which we've been talking about since a year ago, two years ago. It's been a while. Two years ago. Target, two years yeah, ago. two years ago. Yeah. Target's bait and switch tactics, junk fees, includes clear protections for military members who are frequent targets of vehicle scams. Dad, today's a bad day to be a shady car dealer, isn't it? Uh, no, not at all. Um, but it will be a bad day to be a shady car dealer July 30th, 2024, because that, that sunny boy, is when those rules actually go into effect. So you can expect all the bad shady car dealers to be continuing every one of their bad shady practices up till, I don't know, 12 a.m. Um, um, on July 29th. Yeah, so we've got a, a couple more months, folks, of, of shady car dealer <laughs> practices. But then supposedly that the FTC is really going to come down strongly here on these practices. I mean, they've made it very clear. We'll, we'll look through some of the documents. Here, actually, let me pull it up right now. They've got a nice infographic that combating oh, wow. auto retail scams, the FTC's car rule, cars rule protects consumers and benefits honest dealers. Here's how. Number one, prohibits misrepresentation about material information. The cars rule makes it illegal for a dealer to make misrepresentations about certain topics that would affect a consumer's buying or leasing choices, deceptive claims about price financing or add-ons are a few examples. Have we ever heard of this, Pops? Um, in the uh, 9,000 years of the automobile business, no, it's never happened once where um, there was um, unusual pricing. I'm going to sneeze, by the way. So, folks, frequently what will happen, I mean, we saw this especially especially during the pandemic, was the price of the car would change if you finance through the dealership or if you don't. Like, that's an example of a misrepresentation. No, the, the, car, the price of the car is the price of the car. That doesn't change anything. We also saw frequent examples of the price of the car is one thing, but then you go to the dealership and the price of the car is the same. However, you have to get the extended warranty. This is another example of those would be, I mean, they're explicitly saying here, those are illegal. That would be illegal in this, Dad. Yeah, you see and, them and, the next one number. Yeah, I was going to say, and and well, they won't be able to charge you four hundred ninety nine dollars for the nitrogen tire fill anymore because well, yep. that has been deemed a worthless add on. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's there. May I say before we dig too deeply in this, and I said it yesterday, this is all wonderful, but it means nothing if there is no enforcement. So let's hope that between uh, now and then they can put together the sheriff's team of cars people to actually enforce these rules and regulations and scare the uh, poopy out of um, out of those bad shady dealers now dad we were just talking about it so the uh, dealers have to clearly disclose the offering price the actual price anyone can pay to get the car excluding only required government charges before they visit the dealership and throughout the transaction consumers have the right to know the quote drive off the lot price wonder where they got that from uh, uh -huh. if a dealer mentions optional add-ons the dealer has to tell the consumer they can say no 
And if discussing a monthly payment, the dealer has to tell the consumer the total payment. Look at this, man. Look, I mean, wait a second, folks. Wait a second. This is truly what we've been preaching for years uh, through our work. Four years we've been preaching this, Dad. That is literally like textbook what we preach. Um, well, maybe maybe we should uh, sue the FTC for stealing <laughs> what we preach. <laughs> you know, I mean that's for, good stuff, man. No, it's all you know. It's all legitimate stuff. What what's the out the door price? Um, you know, uh, what what's the what's it going to cost me actually to finance the vehicle, including all down payments and interest charges. Um, yeah, these are these are these are bits of information that people need so that they can fully understand what they are committing themselves to. Now, just because that information is is going to be forced to be made available to people, it doesn't mean all people can digest that information in the same way. Some people are going to look at it and go, I don't know. I like the monthly payment. Boom. I don't care about the rest. Okay. Yeah. Um, and other people are going to look at it and, and question some of the things, which is the rationale behind it. Totally, totally. Let's keep going through these, Dad, and then I want to talk yes. about potential enforcement. We've got, Dad, number three, makes it illegal for dealers to charge consumers for add-ons that don't provide benefit. Under the CARS rule, if the consumer won't benefit from the add-on product or service, the dealer can't charge for it. So you, you mentioned nitrogen tire fees as an example. There are other examples, like, for example, if the lease you're getting already has gap insurance provided by uh, the uh, uh, the lease company, you shouldn't be sold another lease protection, you know, uh, excuse me, yeah. a, a gap uh, policy. Yes, that, 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 that would be a good one. There, there are any number of um, things like they, they shouldn't be able to charge for window etch. Uh, because, well, police departments and insurance companies will tell you it is worthless. Well, if they'll tell you it's worthless, my guess is it's really worthless. I know for a fact it's really worthless, but that's besides the point. Fourth and final one, and then I want to dig into some of the fine print. Uh, number four requires dealers to get consumers express informed consent before charging them for anything. That means no surprise fees or hidden charges. Dealers must get buyers clear and informed yes to what they are buying and how much they are being Charge. Now, remember, folks, the uh, National Automobile Dealers Association commissioned a study, and they said that this was going to end up costing the industry, you know, millions mm -hmm. of dollars or billions of dollars. I mean, huge, all sorts of crap, right? This is ultimately for honest dealers going to just make life even simpler for them. This is how they're already operating and should make buying a car for us as consumers even better. And Dad, I really like, I'm going to go all the way down here. There is, let me share this back on the screen. There are pages in pages of documentation. Okay, so this is a lot of information, but I'm going to go all the way down to the bottom. They do yeah. a great job in this. Where is it? Yeah, in the, in the glossary here. We finally have a definition for like what a price of a car is. Offering okay. price means the full cash price for which a dealer will sell or finance the vehicle to any consumer provided that the dealer may exclude only required government charges. So my question to you, Dad, is are we going to see kind of like a cleanup act in the online advertising space of cars? Like they have to now show the offering price. They have to show what the actual price of the thing is. So I'm curious, what's your thinking, Daddy? Is this actually going to make any change in the industry or will there not be enforcement? What do you think? Well, uh, 
until there is enforcement, I don't know. I think there will be dealers that will still uh, circumvent the guidelines as set up by the FTC. Um, if, if every dealer actually did this to the letter of the regulations, um, then, you know, you probably don't need car gurus or cars.com. You just, you just need a dealer's website and the, the listing price of the car, because that is what it is. Um, you, I hate to say this, you might not even need car edge at that point, but you know, we, we shall see. Um, it doesn't mean that you still can't negotiate the price of the vehicle, uh, even though they're telling you what they would like to sell it for. Um, totally. Yes. I think you make a really fair point, though, Dad. Like services like ours or the other websites become obsolete if the price is actually the price. Like that, this is a good, this is a step in the right direction in terms of. I don't know, bringing efficiency to the market, a market that desperately needs it. That's why my question to you is, do you think we'll actually see enforcement of it? That's where I go a little, eh, maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, I, I am sure initially uh, there will be some enforcement. My guess is within the first six or seven months, just to scare the dealers that aren't complying, uh, to scare them into complying. Um, yeah. You know, it, the whole thing, is is everything that we've talked about for the four years that we've been doing it. And, and I, I hate to say this, but I, I think the four years that we've been doing it is our anniversary tomorrow um, on the 15th. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all we've talked about for four years, well, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but the main thrust of what we've talked about is transparency. And that there is no reason why there cannot be transparency when it comes to the pricing of vehicles. Um, if if one dealer's price is slightly higher than another dealer's price, then it's up to the dealer with the higher price to give the consumers rationale for why their price is higher. Um, maybe the rationale is that anytime you bring your car in for service, you get a complimentary loaner car. And that is something that's not offered at the other dealership. I mean, I don't know what the reasons are that, that they would be higher, but there could be legitimate reasons because there could be legitimate benefits. Uh, it, it is. Yeah, but it, I will I will I will stop you there, Dad. Cars are commodities. Cars are commodities. Yeah. They should have a price. Yeah. And people should be able to buy them. And it shouldn't be some convoluted, crazy ass experience. And I think the FTC rules. They are pushing in that direction. A car is a commodity. It has a price. Get rid of the games. I want to just show you one more thing. Well, yeah, from, from, I, I yeah. agree with I agree with what you're saying. Okay, but the problem is they are not a a, a price fixed commodity in in that they only have suggested retail selling prices from the manufacturers, which are not actual selling prices from the manufacturers. So. Um, there can be reasons to differentiate between dealerships. Yeah, Just those that. reasons, Dad, are marketing yeah. BS. Like, I hate to, I hate to call spade a spade, Dad. The car is the same freaking car. If you got the same year, make, model trim in the state of Texas, and you got the same year, make, model trim, same colors, same options, same features, all came from the same Kia manufacturer, and yes. one is sold in Texas for X price and one is sold in Wyoming for Y price. It should be the same doggone thing, man. The only reason it's different is because state legislature, uh, state, state legislature 
has been modified in ways where the dock fee can be higher in one state or another, or quite frankly, because all these things that the FTC is now trying to protect against, all this stuff yes. has just been manipulated either through marketing or through um, legislation. Like cars are just a freaking box of metal that should have a price on them. And the FTC is pushing us in that direction, which is good that I- it will force dealers to try and flex their muscle and say, but we give you the the Jane Doe advantage, you know, and that's why you should pay an extra 500 more power to you, Jane Doe dealership. But like, I, 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 I get exactly what you're saying, but it's not Kohl's. It's not Target. The stuff isn't the same price everywhere as it would be at a Target or a Kohl's. Why and not? That's, though, well, because the manufacturer doesn't control what it can be sold for. The no, market, no, I understand that. The, I understand the, that. Yeah. The, the market controls what it can be sold for. Now, if the market controls that, then it's then the transparency in in pricing makes it easier for the market to determine what the fair price should be. But it's it these are the it's it's a different type of it's a commodity indeed, but it's different than than uh, a, a polo shirt being twenty nine ninety nine at, at Kohl's, and it's twenty nine ninety nine whether it's the Kohl's in 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 uh, Frederick, Maryland, or the Kohl's in Baltimore, Maryland. It doesn't matter. But on cars, it's not set up like that. It could be, it could be, and and it, you know, you know, you know who tried to do that and and who failed, who's failed at it. Yeah, sure. Share with me. Ford and their electric vehicles. So, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm saying price should be the price. And then look at Ford. It hasn't worked at all. Yeah, but Saturn was a brand that that came about and it was strictly what the price, the price is the price. It's the same wherever, what at whatever Saturn dealer you want to buy it from. Now, what killed Saturn? Well, product. They couldn't keep up with the product development. And so they started producing stuff nobody wanted and ultimately they 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 shut it down but it's it's i'm not saying it shouldn't be that way you know i i remember uh, sitting with uh, Allison at the mini dealership saying you know it would be much easier to get 120 mini dealers to all agree that the price is the price and that's the way it should be and we should make it simple because you only have to convince 120 dealer principals as opposed to i don't know 2004 dealer principles. So it, it, as long as it's a commodity that is negotiable, it's never going to be the way you think it should be or the way I think it should be. I've heard anything we're getting closer. Huh? Negotiable. I yeah. heard anything that's that. And, and I guess let's be very fair here. The win for consumers and the con for shady car dealers, is not price fixing by any stretch. It's enforcement of rules that bring transparency yes. to the market. So, you know, let our let our little debate there go by the wayside. The FTC's rules are all about enforcing fairness and transparency for everyone involved. Should make buying a car simpler, more easy. Again, those rules, I just want to pull up Ashley's question here. So does the CARS Act, is it effective now or in 2024? July of 2024. July 30th of 2024 august of 2024 (laughs) yeah if you want to say july uh it ain't really july 30th i mean there is a specific date that it starts so uh july 29th 
will be, um, I don't know, a, a day of mourning for uh, a lot of dealers out there. And and for other dealers... July 29th will be yeah. forever remembered as Shady Car Dealer Day. Yeah, more, every year we will celebrate yeah. uh, and mourn the loss of shady yeah. car dealers. Yeah, and the, and the good dealers, for them, it'll be like New Year's Eve and they'll be setting off fireworks. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, everybody's perspective is going to be slightly different. For those of you who were with us over the past couple of years, as we, I'll say, advocated for for these rules, oh, um, we did indeed. You know, go go back and Google search Car Edge FTC, or it was back when we were operating as YAA. We got like national press because of it, and thousands yes. of comments were left because of the community's, yes. you know, involvement and willingness to speak up and say, "Hey, we don't want to pay BS fees. We don't want to have to deal with this crap. We want to know what the price is." And so, um, I think in in a lot of ways, I feel really proud. Uh, that that these rules have passed and to know that we in a small way with our community shaped what they look like in some in some small way and, I, I i think we brought through our community enough pressure to bear that that the ftc realized there was no legitimate way for them not to institute these new rules and regulations um they've got more public comment on this than on just about anything. And that was because, I mean, I remember sending you an email and saying, we need to champion this cause. This needs to become our cause. We need to do whatever we can to inspire people to write to the FTC. Um, and, and, and by doing what we did and how we were less than half of the size we are today, um, we still brought enough pressure to bear that the FTC had to pay attention to to the public want when it came to this. And what the public wanted was for there to A, be enforcement, and B, for there to be a consistent set of rules as to how dealers should have to operate. My dad has said this before on the channel. Everybody's got a number. And well, Robin, I have a number. Thank you. This wow, you, you, you steal the show, Robin. Thank <laughs> you for the incredibly kind contribution. Um, wow. Uh, Robin says, Pops, purchased a car yesterday because of you, Ray and Zach. I know I got a fair deal. Thanks for teaching me how to buy a car with peace of mind. That's wow. got to make you feel, feel really proud, Dad. Uh, well, it it yes, yes. I mean, that's why we do what we do. It's why we claimed four years ago that knowledge is power. And then I amended that to say, no, it's actually applied knowledge that's power. If we give you the knowledge and you never apply it, then, well, we wasted your time and our time. Um, there, there's there's nothing, nothing that that excites me as much as somebody who feels empowered and knowledgeable enough to be able to go into a dealership and work the transaction so that it is fair for everyone. And yeah, Robin, thank you. Thank you for your kind donation. Thank you for applying the knowledge we've tried to share over the last four years and congratulations on your new car. <laughs> thank you, Robin. Really, really, really incredibly kind gesture and we appreciate it. So very much. Fly Chomper Fly earlier in the conversation, Dad. Thank you, Fly Chomper Fly. Cost of living in different areas. So some price discrepancy. Yes. Yeah. I, again, 
I'm, I'm going to get off my high horse of the price should be the price. It's really the, well, the, the, the only transparency is and, and yeah, the transparency is the important thing. Cause let me explain to you, it, it, you know, um, there are certain areas where it is virtually impossible for a dealership to be profitable. And I know you're thinking to yourself, Oh no, these dealers all make money. I'll give you the, I'll give you two examples that I know of. The BMW mini store in Manhattan is owned by BMW, okay? Because there is not a dealer in America that can operate in that market profitably. It's just too expensive. The Mercedes-Benz dealership in Manhattan is factory-owned because there is not a dealer operator in America that could operate in in that market and make a profit it's just so yes there there can be cost of living and issues like that the cost of doing business in some areas is way more expensive than it is in some other areas i mean dad there are instances where if i'm a customer new york metro for example it might make more sense to go buy the car from ohio and have it shipped to me i mean we just did this for one of our customers recently she was looking for a kia telluride the highest or the lowest price she got offered in South Carolina, $9,000 over sticker. Wow. She bought it out of New York City through one of our trusted dealers at MSRP. There you have it. What could it cost to ship it to uh, South Carolina? $1,000? bucks. 1000 bucks. yeah. Thousand okay, bucks. so she's still $8,000 ahead. Brad here with us. Thanks for being here, Brad. We do things completely legit, and this will be a huge blessing for us. However, the shady dealers are very, very good at finding ways around rules. They have skirted laws for years. Brad, I think you're spot on. I think if anyone, like, poor folks in Florida, man, like, if anyone thinks Florida is going to be a cleaned up, like, best state to buy a car on August 1st, I, I just highly doubt it. There's a lot of ingrained and entrenched practices on the marketing side that are all about lead gen, lead gen, lead gen. And even though those, Leads are human beings like us who hate being, you know, uh, uh, lied to and misled. I think it's still going to go on. Uh, but Brad, it's great that you do things legit at your group, and and a lot of dealers do. Let's be very clear. Yes. I could have gone with today's title of "All Car Dealers Are Crumbling." Not all car dealers are, but shady ones are. Shady ones are because there's a real push to do things legit, to do things the right yes. way, and we got to support that with all our, all our our might and energy. Oh, absolutely. It is It is what we have uh, fought for for the last four years. Um, my suspicion is it's what you're going to fight for for the next 40, uh, you know, because Brad's right. The shady dealers will find ways to circumvent um, what the intent of these rules and regulations are. Um, they will always, shady dealers will always push the envelope, okay? and you know ra- they would they would rather do that than embrace the rules and regulations and and because they they don't feel like they can compete favorably if if i don't know they they have to be transparent yeah it's yeah. unfortunate it really really is yeah it really really is all right a couple more comments in the chat here pops and then we'll switch gears steve says zach's haircut looks like he's in a shakespearean play man this haircut just keeps getting worse man Yes, but the good news is the good news. You were supposed to say yes. Come on. But the good news is that your hair will continue to grow, and before you know it, maybe by March, April, May, maybe um, you'll have all those wonderful um, uh, flowing uh, curls that you had uh, 
prior to um, uh, the butcher you saw. <laughs> you know, I think you got confused. I think you thought the sign said barber shop and it really said butcher shop. Okay. <laughs> Guys, it's it like it I'm in I'm on YouTube every single day here with you. I love yeah. it. And yeah. I'm embarrassed at the same exact time. It really is not fun. Uh, my ego has taken a check. Um, let's go here, Dad. You know, when said, I can think it. back to the times when I actually had hair on my head. Huh. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't complain too much. You, you still have a full head of hair. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We've got here from Memo Dad. What average percentage off of MSRP should I ask for on a carbon Edition CX-5, Mazda CX-5 to start negotiating. I will share this memo. We have the community forum, which is 100% free. So go check that out, caredge.com slash community. And I also dropped the link to our pre-negotiated Car Edge deals with our Mazda dealer. I think yeah. if I'm not mistaken, we've got $500 under invoice price on new 2024 Mazda CX-5s. Plus Mazda has on the CX-5 0% financing up to 63 months. So Go take a look at those. Uh, click on the link in the um, in the chat that I put in there. Use that as a starting off point. Obviously, you can purchase through us. There is no negotiating. The car gets dropped off at your door. It's very seamless. Or you can use that as you know negotiating leverage with another dealer if you would like. Pops, I know you're getting ready for something on your end. Before you do, yes. I want yes. to come here to Hoskin Matthew. Thank you for the contribution. Thank you, Hoskin. LA dealer has 11 Alfa Romeo Julia. Is that the Quadrifoglio? QVs? That can't be. They can't have 11 of them. I don't know what the QV. It must be a trim in stock. And advertising at up to 20% off, is it unreasonable to go for 25%? What do you make of that, Dad? Well, I, you never get what you don't ask for. Okay. So I, I wouldn't be afraid to ask for it. I would also wouldn't be shocked if I don't get it. Um, but, you know, they're going to say, I'm just telling you how they're going to react to it. Their answer is going to be, if if we could have advertised 25% off, we would have. We advertised what we could afford to take off on the vehicle. We're not going to advertise our second best price. Okay, so will you be able to get more? I don't know. I, you know, I, I sort of kind of doubt it, but there's only one way, one way to find out, and that is you have to ask for it. Um, there's the worst thing they can say is no. And then you have a decision to make. Is the 20% off enough? Is that good enough? And then, you know, maybe you can work them for another percent or two. I don't know, but yeah, take the shot. It doesn't hurt to try. Yeah, we've got the question here from Samuel. Samuel, thanks for the contribution. Thank Looking you, to buy a 2024 Honda Civic Touring, found a dealer selling one at $30,000, got one of the sales managers to email me the out the door, which comes to $30,000. Well, that must be $32,995 yeah. is my guess. My budget is $30,000 flat. What can I do? Now, this is a perfect example. Honda Civic Touring, hard car to negotiate on yes. right now. because and it's a 2024. Camera. Yep, and it's a 2024. Yeah. That out the door is with your taxes, government fees, all that fun stuff. They're 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 not going to give you three thousand dollars in wiggle room on that on that car. If that was a that was a suburban three thousand dollars, yeah, you'd probably be able to get it off. But on this car, you're not going to be able to. And 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 the difference is, you know, state fees are state fees. It's not some so so. What can I do? Uh, you could look at the less expensive model uh, to fit it into your thirty thousand dollar budget. That's sometimes 
what you have to do is you have to take a step backwards, a step down. We all want what we want. But sometimes you just have to buy what you can afford, which is oftentimes different than what you want. Just saying. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that type of education that unfortunately has to go on there on a vehicle like that. There's just not there's not 10% margin to work with. It just isn't. No. No. Unfortunately not. Pops, I want to just let everyone know we have our end of year sale running. So if you go to caredge.com slash extended warranty or warranty, this will let you know that we have two hundred dollars off on our warranty coverages. I hate to sound like a uh, TV ad, but folks, if you're actually going to purchase one of these uh, protection products for your vehicle, please get a quote from us before you just buy one at your local dealership. Similar coverage, a lot less price. We've got $200 off on those. Please go check that out. Or if you know someone who needs some sort of protection like that, don't get caught up in the other TV ones. Like, Please just it's very easy to get a quote. Very, very or, simple. Or if you want to buy one for somebody as a gift. Your gift just you got know, now I'm gonna show you that. Look, how, look, look how freaking easy this is. You want one for a Toyota? Here, we'll do the Honda Civic that uh, yeah. that, that gentleman was just asking about. Civic, it has no miles on it because it's brand new, and we're in New Mexico. Sure, I mean, that's pretty easy, man. Yeah, and you that's get 200 hours off of that. $200 off of that. And we didn't ask for any of your personal information. So just run quotes for fun, gang. I don't yeah. really care. Use it yeah. as market intelligence. Yeah. That we've got here from Christian. Thank you for the contribution. Thank I you. think you have to dance. There you go, buddy. I, I, got, I got a package stuck to my finger, though. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got a holiday gift from one of our community members. Pops, you want to cue this up? Yes, this is from our dear friend, Alex Koch in, in Alaska, uh, the Alaska Sound Guy. Alex was kind enough and gracious enough to send two packages to my address. This one is, uh, well, addressed to Mr. Zach Shevska. Um, and I'm about to open the damn thing. And we'll see what it is. Alex. Do you have any clue actually, what it is? Huh? Oh, I'm also, while my dad's opening this, I'll let everyone know we're going to be doing a fundraiser live stream Saturday night over on the main Car Edge channel. So just stay tuned for that. We're going to be doing a fundraiser for Mass General Hospital. Um, we're in the holiday spirit. So anyway, just want to make everyone aware of that. Go for it, pups. And this, this is definitely uh, for Zach. It is the um, Alaska's great foot race, the Mount Marathon. Um, wow. Wow. Of course, this is the 2013 edition. Um, I don't know what might have changed in the last 10 years, but you you could go and find out. Um, so, yeah, that, that should be an interesting book for you. Um, okay. Okay. Thank you, Alex. That was incredibly yeah, kind. That, Maybe that's, that's a race that will be on my – Yeah. God knows I'd be worn people. out just reading it. Um, <laughs> and then there was one more box from Alex. And again, and while you're opening that – so to answer Sean, so Saturday, so yes, over on actually we'll probably do the Saturday night show here on the Ray and Zach channel. It'll be a fundraiser show. I lost my mom, my dad's wife, to lung cancer. Uh, she passed away at Mass General Hospital. We've always, I've, I've always donated there. Just it feels good. So we're going to be doing a fundraiser on Saturday night. So all donations or all contributions to the channel will go to the fundraiser. Uh, for Mass General, we'll match donations that night as well. So yeah, please join us on Saturday night. It'll be fun. We'll hang out. 
and we will uh, we'll raise some money for Mass this, General Hospital. This is a, this is yes, we will, and this is a lovely uh, a gift bag, and it says thank you for all that you do. Hope you enjoy this. Wait to open on Holiday Stream. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah from Alaska Sound Guy. That would still be Alex. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna open this up, maybe. Uh, because they did such a good job of tying that bow. I don't know that I can open it. We're going to give Pops full screen here. Oh, my goodness gracious. This is just, just what I've always wanted, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, Farzad, when you said, hey, am I going to buy a cyber truck? I'm not going to buy a cyber truck. I'm going to be gifted a cyber truck, my friend. So, <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Alex. This will uh, th this this will oh. have to go on display somewhere uh, not so prominently in my apartment. <laughs> no, we we'll, we'll we'll find a nice spot for this over in my office. Um, thank you very much, Alex. That's very sweet of you, and and. Uh, um, the only other thing you might have been able to do was get it autographed by uh, Elon himself for me. <laughs> that's a pretty. That's a pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's yes. cool. That was very thoughtful, Alex. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for yes. doing that. Yes. Hey, in, in the holiday spirit, pop. So I um, I was up in New York yesterday in meetings. Thank you. you know, thank you, Justice, uh, for doing yesterday's show. It was fun to tune in while I was picking up lunch uh, for the folks that I was meeting with. And I also, I managed to get a holiday gift. I don't think so. I'm, I'm doing the holidays with Laura's family. And what's the thing where you do like the gifts in an exchange and like people can steal them from each other? What's that called? Um, I forget. Yeah. Like yeah. this is truly how much of a gift giving family where you are. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, is that the white elephant or is it the. Yeah. 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 Thing? Something like that. Yeah. I, think I really don't know. I'm not yeah. doing this for show. Yeah. Um, so Laura told me like the, the max we're allowed to spend was $30 and it's going to be with all her family. I got, I think, a great gift, and hopefully she doesn't watch. I don't think her family watches our shit. So here, I'm going to show yeah. you what I got. Oh, they have no idea what they're missing. Um, that I, I stopped at the Harry Potter store. Whoops, there it is. Oh, and wow. I got, I got Albus Dumbledore's wand. No, what the hell? He, what's he going to do without it? Exactly, uh, man. So I feel like so. Usually, folks, I'm pretty bad at like holidays and. I don't know. Just I'm pretty bad at like anything other than work and exercise. <laughs> like that's like <laughs> my identity. So I'm so proud of myself because I think I'm going to have like the most creative present. For yes. The yeah. No, I, I think that's great. Yeah. And and then do, do you get to see what it is before you decide to give it away or do you? I really don't know how it works. I, I I've done this, I think, once or twice before. I think you like. I think I don't know. I have no clue how it works. I'm really embarrassed right now because I feel like this is a very common thing that people do, and I just don't understand it. <laughs> well, there you have it. And may I may I suggest for Saturday night? I don't know if it's doable, yeah. um, but could we simulcast on both channels at the same time? Yeah, we could totally do that, and it will be yeah. marked as. I'm gonna be very clear. It'll be marked as a fundraiser. I got to figure out how to set that up, but I know YouTube yes. supports that, so that way YouTube isn't making money off of yes. it. Right? Yeah, we want every dollar to go towards um, go the to charity. Mass General Hospital. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. and 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 I know that uh, Justin on the team came up with the idea of doing this, and and it was 
my idea to do Mass General because, well, it means a lot to me and it means yep. a lot to you. Um, and I don't know how much Car Edge is going to match um, donations. I know that I told Justin and I will, people, you can start preparing now because I will match up to $1,000. So if, if we get $1,000 in donations, I will match that. And we will actually make a donation of $2,000. And and I'm assuming, I haven't spoken to my son yet, uh, but I'm assuming that there's going to be some type of match from Car Edge as well. Um, and so um, it could be a very meaningful amount of money that gets donated. And yeah. the sooner we can find a cure for cancer of any kind, um, the world would be a, a slightly better place because I don't know anybody whose life has not been touched one way or another by cancer, whether they've had it or somebody that's important to them has had it. Um, it's just, so it means a lot to me. So yep, I shall leave here. it there. Yes. Yeah, this is, this is, um, let me see. Let me see. Leon says, Justice should have a reverse auction on his jacket. How much will he have to pay to get someone to take it? Um, <laughs> okay, sorry, Justice. I read that differently before I read it out loud. It would be fun to do like, what's that called? Again, I'm bad with the holiday yeah. <laughs> holiday stuff. Could we do like an auction where we like auction stuff off to the community and like to raise money for charity? Is that just called charity auction? That's just called charity auction. We could do that. That'd be fun too. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what kind of crapola do you have from Car Edge that you could that you could uh, yeah yeah look really? around that tiny office of yours? Um, you know, it, it, I've you, got my well, dad. I've got my dad's sales manager thing from Mini in 2012. Yes, yes. May I say one thing? Um, sure. You you use that background photo, so people. People think that, well, you know, Zach's got to have a decent-sized office. Well, when I get, went to see his, uh, two of us could barely fit in his office at one time. It is so tiny. It it, it just, but, and, and when you told me how much you have to pay for that, I was absolutely shocked and amazed that we were could actually have to go bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you would have thought I could keep them afloat just from this yeah. one office. Yes. Let's come here, Dad, from uh, Christian. Thank you. Best discount off of MSRP for Corolla SC 2024 in Texas. I don't think you're going to get 8% off. Let's run one really quick, Christian, over on the Car Edge website. Again, the promotion that we're running is back on extended warranties, uh, vehicle service contracts. So that was Toyota. Was that the, what, what was the 2024 uh, Corolla SE? I think it was Corolla SE. All right. Yeah. Corolla. And then new. And then, whoops, not year and mileage. I wanted to click on trim SE. Boom. Discount unlikely. I don't think so, you're going to get 8%. Maybe so you a can, couple you, hundred you could, Yeah, you could target 8%, but I doubt that you're going to get there. And and the reason that you're not going to get there is, A, it's a 2024. B, there's still a relatively short supply of Toyotas. So it's going to be very difficult to get them to, 
discount to any great degree. Now, maybe there's some incentives from Toyota directly. Whoa. Christian mm -hmm. says they've negotiated 6% off. I would just do that. If you actually have 6% off of MSRP, do it. It's, and then how are they making that 6% back? Are there dealer accessories that you must buy or dealer fees? Yeah. Um, so you have to... You have to take the whole thing into consideration. Yep, 100%. 100%. All right, folks, we will be back tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here today. Alex, thank you again. Thank for you so much, Alex. Gifts. And, Dad, uh, enjoy the afternoon. I look forward yeah. to, uh, to spending time with you again tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And then one of these days, we'll have to get that book to you. Or you could come to the shore and pick it up yourself, damn it. Um, and, and then maybe we could plan a trip to Alaska. Uh, as opposed to Lake Placid for next summer for the full Iron Man. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. All right, folks. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you, Pops. Thank you, everybody. Love you too, handsome. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.